So what are you thankful for? You know, we as uh, appraisers, we're a real busy group. We have lots to do. The inbox is always full. By the time we get caught up, we're suddenly behind again. And it's a matter of work, 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 work. I've worked those long hours. and I know those of you that are listening or appraisers have worked those long hours as well. But with Thanksgiving right around the corner, I would recommend you pause, think about what you're thankful for, and maybe adjust your schedule. You know, my father worked his entire life. He was looking forward to retirement, and then unfortunately he passed away. None of us know how much time we have left. It's interesting as I'm recording this podcast within the hour, I will be attending a funeral for a gentleman that uh, lived next door. He, his wife and children lived next door to my family as we were growing up and boy, that was the best of times. None of us know how much time we have on this earth and, and so I recommend you Take the time to reflect. Take the time to cherish those moments with your loved ones, your friends, your family. Be thankful for what you have. If you're down in your luck, um, look forward. You know, looking back is not going to do any good. What changes can you make right now, today, in fact, that will start moving you in the direction for prosper. You know, I'm not a motivational speaker by any means. Um, I'm an appraiser, just like you. But as an appraiser, we have a very stressful environment. We're meeting deadlines, we're dealing with revisions, we're dealing with AMCs and with clients. And I just want to take a moment to, to try and get you to think, think outside that box, think outside your appraisal office for a minute. Finally got to sit in the woods a couple of weeks ago. Um, I, I like to hunt and every year I have the, uh, the promise to myself, well, in this portion of November, I'm not going to be busy. I'm going to set time aside to go sit in the woods. And, and I have done that a little bit this year. Unfortunately, time has escaped me like most of you. And uh, it's hard to it's hard to take that time off. One of the things I recommend to folks often is to put your phone away. <laughs> How many times have you been in a restaurant? You've seen a group of people sitting at a table, and all four of them are on their phone. It's like, hey guys, I'm right here. I'm hello, hello. Be in the moment. I'm right here. I'm sitting across from you. Put your dang phone away. And I'm like many of you. I mean, that's our lives now. Probably the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning is grab that phone. You check your stocks, you check Facebook, you check Twitter, you check your Instagram, you look at your email, you maybe check your bank account, maybe check your credit score. You certainly check your messages and phone calls. And We live in a society now where if you're driving to Walmart, you're five minutes away, you're 15 minutes from your house, and you realize you 
left the house without your phone, what do you do? You turn around and drive back to scoop that sucker up. I challenge everyone during this holiday season, I challenge everyone listening, turn your phone off for a day. Just on purpose, turn that phone off for a day. Nothing's going to drastically happen. Well, my kids, what if my kids need to get in touch with? Well, you know what? We, we didn't have phones as kids and we managed to survive. Just turn that phone off. You'll be thankful that you did. One of the things that I would encourage you to do as a listener is to make a phone call. Make a phone call to your mentor, to somebody in the appraisal industry that helped you with your career, to a family member, a loved one. Just have a conversation with them. Maybe write a personalized letter. I need to start doing that again. I did that for a couple of years. I wrote my grandmother a letter. And, you know, I'm very glad I did that. Nothing special, nothing interesting, just a moment in time to say, hi, thinking about you and love you. What are you thankful for? You know, my brother and I uh, went and had lunch one day and we were driving around. We drove by my grandmother's, my other grandmother, Mamu is, is what we call her. Uh, one of the grandkids tried to call her Mamaw and it came out Mamu and it stuck. So. Mamu and Papaws would go there uh, on the weekends and, and just the best childhood ever. Anyway, we drove by and saw Mamu's old place and uh, on the way back to Owensboro, Todd said, let's run over to the old neighborhood. And I said, all right. So we drove by the house we grew up in as children and we sat outside and we just kind of looked at the house and, and thought about when we were kids and good times. And as we pulled his Jeep around and started heading out, he said, let's, let's stop in and say hi to some old neighbors. Now, the interesting thing about this is these, these neighbors have lived in the same houses since I can remember. Um, the Skinners live on one corner for 50 years. The Barnes live on the other corner for 50 years. The Barnhards live in that house next door to that for 50 years. Yeah. At this point in time, uh, people are very mobile, you know, people don't live in houses that long, they move. But, uh, but these three families have been there for a long, long time. It's kind of interesting. And he pulled his Jeep over in front of the Barnes house and we got out. I assumed that's where we were walking up to, but no, he, he moved to the right and said, let's go say hi to our old baseball coach, Mike Barnhart. And I said, oh, okay. So we went up to uh, to the door and knocked on the door and waited for a while. And sure enough, Mr. Mike Barnhart come to the door in his shorts and tube socks pulled up to his knees. <laughs> and Todd said, hi, we're with the church. Of, and, and Mike opened up the door and said, get in here. And I haven't seen this man in, gosh, at least 30 years or more. What prompted us to, to go up and knock on his door, I still don't know. But uh, we went in and uh, it was great to see him. Old Mike was an ex-Marine uh, drill sergeant, a Marine sergeant, and rough and gruff, and uh, but a heart of gold. And so uh, we said, we catch you at a bad time? He said, no, I was actually folding laundry. And that's not something I would expect my ex-baseball coach or 
Marine drill sergeant to do, but we followed him back to the back in his family room where he was folding up his laundry. And he said, let me, let me show you some things. And so he showed us some pictures of his grandchildren and his kids uh, who we grew up and played with. He started talking about Facebook and here, let me get on. If, if, if I can do it, anybody can do it. And, you know, we just had a great visit. He was, um, had an oxygen tank there and he said, the doctor wants me on this, but um, I just, you know, squirt a little bit when I want to. He said, I got one in my truck. If I need time, I can put that oxygen mask on. And we were probably at that house for over two years, two, uh, probably at that house for about two hours, uh, just visiting and catching up and really not talking about anything other than just memories. And um, as an appraiser, I, I did look at my watch and think, gosh, I got a lot to do. <laughs> this is a nice visit, but. And so we finally left. We said our goodbyes. We got in the Jeep and we left. And uh, really a great visit. You know, I want, I want to let you know about a week later, I was teaching an appraisal class in Nashville and my phone went off. And on a break, I, I took a look at it and it was my brother, Todd. And he texted me and he said, you'll never believe this. Mike Barnhart just died. And I couldn't believe it. I just uh, just spent uh, a couple of hours with the gentleman a week before, and uh, man, I was very thankful of all the doors we could have knocked on. That's the one I knocked on. That's the one Todd knocked on. So I got back home and uh, went to the funeral home and uh, paid my respects. Uh, the family came up and. Uh, they they grabbed me to the side and they said, you have no idea how much it meant to Mike for you two boys to stop by and say hi to him. Thank you for doing that. That made his day. That made his week. And we were very, very grateful you did that. Um, what are the odds of that, you know? Yeah, I took a couple hours of our time. I had reports I needed to do. I had clients I needed to talk to. Todd and I later had a uh, had a shot of bourbon in memory of Mr. Mike Barnhart, and uh, and I'm so thankful that we uh, took the time to knock on that door. So as you're in the hustle bustle, you're getting your reports out, you're doing your due diligence, you're doing the stuff that you got to do as an appraiser. Take that time out to say hello, to have a conversation, to write a letter. You know, the best thing to do is face-to-face. -face. If you can go knock on a door and see someone and visit with them. The second best thing is probably a conversation. And then certainly a personalized letter is nice. So I encourage you during this holiday season, during a time of Thanksgiving, to reach out to your mentor. Who got you in the appraisal business? Mr. Norm Lynn was my uh, doorway of getting into this business. I'm thankful for Mr. Norman Lynn. George Cox was instrumental in me uh, moving my credential from a certified residential appraiser to a certified general appraiser. I'm very thankful for the hours and times I've sat on that. Didn't know it at the time, but <laughs> I realized that uh, I, I learned a lot from that gentleman. So during this time of Thanksgiving, just reflect back, take, uh, take a deep breath, slow down a little bit, and really give thanks.
The Appraisal Update podcast is brought to you by Appraiser E-Learning.